Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. July. A big fan favorite as well. It is. It's like that. It's like the elusive um, track on this album, I think. Yeah. You know, because people don't acknowledge it enough. No. But when you when when you do, it's like, oh, yes, I love that song. You know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like one of those that's like there, but not. And it, but I love this song. I think it's yeah. dreamy. Right. I think it's, a, it's probably like one of the others songs on the album that could have got single treatment as well yeah i think so it's it's beautiful it's very light Mm -hmm. it's just uh it it has that like very um sense of relaxation yes it's very tranquil well it's kind of um like the daydream album like it's daydreamy it is very daydreamy. Uh-huh. Well, and I always sort of compare it to like the older sister of Underneath the Stars. Yeah, they, they feel you know connected. what I mean. Like yeah. they they feel connected to me. Mm-hmm. You know, well, obviously because they're you know like looking up in the sky and blah blah blah. But, yeah, um, being out in nature. Right. Uh, <laughs> once again, Mariah creating the nature feel, the nature vibe. Yeah, uh-huh. I love it. Um, but what I love really about this song is not just like the overall easygoingness of it, but the lyrics, once again, mm-hmm. as in most of the songs, especially in this like sort of like trio of um, My All Roof, mm-hmm. Fourth of July, it's sort of creating this picture of yearning mm-hmm. for that time, mm-hmm. for that back in time moment. Yes. You know, like them um, underneath the stars uh, on the Fourth of July. Yeah, like I would almost say that. The way this is written could be, it could have been the next day after they wrote The Roof. Like, it's, it's in a similar vein, just a different R- so- musical style. Right, right. Or, or very something similar like this, because Fourth of July is in July, and they the, it was what wasn't raining yet in November. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in terms of making this song. Right, exactly. They could have been very close together. Very close together, because it sort of describes the same feelings. Um, mm-hmm. Like, she opens up, you know, trembling, starry-eyed, as you put your hands in mine. Yeah. Hand in mine. Um sort of like her heart uh-huh. in um the roof yeah um there's that antici- that quiet antici- anticipation right and that those butterfly feelings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is a really sweet young love type thing you know i would say like you know comparing mariah does this a lot in a lot of her albums like i was saying with my all and i only wanted and after tonight or underneath the stars and um Fourth of July. Current day, I think it's like Candy Bling is like today's version of Fourth mm. of July. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she's like sort of reminiscing. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like a heartbreak mm-hmm. or anything. She's just remembering. She's living in the revelry of, uh, you know, that young love. Yeah. That like new young love uh-huh. and those emotions of it. Yeah. That's what this song is for me. So I really love it. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, I kind of, if there was going to be a a video clip for it, I kind of imagine it would be something along the lines of always be my baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Like her and a guy just running around. Running around in the field, in Uh the the nature. In the lake somewhere. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. absolutely. But there's just fireworks in the background. Uh But hopefully, like, not like fireworks, like Auld Lang Syne music video fireworks. No, like real real ones. Maybe in the distance. (laughs) (laughs) Not Not like that. We can't have that. (laughs) All the glitter fireworks. No, no, we (laughs) can't have those. No, that's not happening. Um, Um, uh, I think this is a pretty song. It's very pretty. Yeah. Very pretty. 
so she did she sing it live on okay so she never know. sang this live one right. time she sang a snippet of it uh-huh. um and i just happened to be lucky enough to be there mm. and i was dying mm. so it was um quite recently i believe 2012 the hashtag what? beautiful era yes the hashtag beautiful era when she performed for fourth of july for nbc or whatever yeah and she came out in that beautiful red dress and she sang like you know uh, uh america the beautiful blah 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 well i was there for the whole fiasco the pouring down torrential rain pour all of that the seven hour intermission <laughs> um everything <laughs> yeah but before it started raining she did say um you know in celebration of fourth of july she just you know she's always like interacting with the audience yeah. you know and she's always getting a vibe and she said that one of her friends it's their favorite song so she was gonna sing a little snippet of it uh-huh. and she did uh-huh. and she literally sounded exactly like the butterfly album version vocals crazy, and i was like huh? that is it blew my mind and the crowd went crazy yeah like it was un- unreal it really was because i was like that is like she the, girl did you press play on the track <laughs> like that's crazy uh-huh, uh-huh. but it was so flawless and like g- gave me chills even like it's unreal to hear her sing like that acapella we know it's funny because I think some people think she can't sing like the butterfly. Uh, era anymore but i think this is like her real natural voice like yeah. her not even really try i mean i'm um, the butterfly song she's definitely trying right right um because it's a very specific sound she wanted yeah um but, but on most yeah. of these songs i think it's like her natural yeah voice like it's not like uh, in too high of a key or anything right yeah that's why well when she does do snippets from butterfly um recently the butterfly album like the baby doll and this Fourth of July snippet, she sounds exactly the same. She really does all the time. It's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even nowadays, she sounds really good when she does Honey as well. Yeah, uh-huh. it's really great. That's why I feel like um, I, I would love to hear more of this album explored nowadays because mm. I think her voice can still handle it. Yeah, like I think it's still there and it's perfect i think this would be the perfect year to bring out more from the butterfly album live in in concert totally because it's totally. still so fresh still so fresh you can, yeah, it's, not oh, sound it's timeless l- the whole entire album is timeless other than the drew hill yeah but um let's get into some of the lyrics on here now obviously she's painting the picture of young love yeah and you know the this the view from um, where they are sitting, because it was twilight on the 4th of July, sparkling colors strewn across the sky. But what I love is she, how, after that, how she explains how we sat close enough and we just barely touched. Like, don't uh-huh. you be like, you, you know, when you first like start liking somebody and you like, you're gonna that test, close, you gotta, you gotta and like you're test like, it. Yes, yeah. you gotta be like, okay. But like, it's, it's just like that excitement, uh-huh. like that. It's such a weird, interesting feeling because like, you only get that feeling when it's like somebody that you are like interested Into. in romantically uh-huh. you know what i mean oh yeah yeah yeah. but it's also it could like make or break the whole scenario because if he right like if, bump, moves right away. like that can that can like it could it, that's going to, that's the telling moment yes you know is the skin touching uh-huh. <laughs> you know what i mean are your arms touching and yeah. you know all of that like it's just so it's so fun to like sort of like relive those moments through this song for yeah. me because like nowadays it takes a lot for me to be like interested in someone like that. So I'm like, bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's but I've been there and I've had those feelings. So like I sort of live vicariously through her yeah. and this song. That's why I love this song. Wow, 
And then I love some of the other lyrics. Well, I love the way that she structured this whole song. Because, again, it's almost like one of those... Um, it's almost poem-like, written almost like a poem, because there's really not a verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Yeah, uh-huh. Because um, there's not like a hook. Right. You know, she says 4th of July, like sort of at the end of some of these verses, but it's not like that catchy hook repeat. Yeah, well, that's you know? the, basically the only thing she repeats is on the 4th of July. Right. There's no... Um, chorus that she whole chorus right so so i like how she did that because again to tell that story mm-hmm. you just need to say the words mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be um you know it doesn't have to be the typical song structure right and that th- there that shows mariah's songwriting versatility like yes she can do like the chorus repeat and the bridge and all of that but mm-hmm. like she can also do something that's like looking in or pedals or even fourth of july like this yeah um so blah 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 they they the the whole song goes on talking about um the young love uh-huh um but then he puts his hand in hers mm-hmm. and they wander around yeah then they then they go somewhere else yes they're doing something <laughs> dirty somewhere uh-huh. yes. over there uh-huh. um on the flowery hillside yeah um but I, I love how she this is one thing that mariah always does in a lot of her songs it didn't just start in butterfly but some of the lyrics some of the words she uses me when i first heard these this and i'm like reading the lyrics i'm like i have no idea because the one one word is breathless and and fervid mm-hmm. and i was like girl what the hell is fervid oh a lot of times i have to go get I the dictionary go, out yeah well yeah. back in the day you had to get the dictionary yes. <laughs> nowadays it's just the google yeah. but like that is that's uh, another genius a stroke of genius for her to be able to use these very uncommon words oh yeah uh-huh. like who goes around talking about fervid yeah you know what i mean yeah 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 but isn't that part of why she's been like scientifically proven as one of the most um intelligent pop songwriters yeah out there? absolutely they've spoken about it of her vocabulary. there's been articles all over yeah um her vocabulary is just insane yeah and i don't think that it's now, some people could say, like, hey, maybe she just is, like, sitting there, like, with the thesaurus, like, yeah. thumbing through it, looking for a right word. But I don't think so. I think she really just knows these words. Probably. Like, they just are in her repertoire of vocabulary. Not in mine. I would never use that word. Well, we know that she likes to read. She reads, right. you know, like, reads a lot of And I would of just literature. imagine anyone who is a songwriter or, or writer in any aspect mm-hmm. is somebody who reads and, and interested in and words. interested in that and yeah. they're constantly doing it so they're constantly looking for words phrases metaphors yeah. that most people who are not writers mm-hmm. wouldn't be looking for exactly so i think it is just naturally in her yeah to come up with these words that are not everyday common language mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the song goes on throughout the whole song. She keeps trying. She keeps talking about putting the hand in his, and uh-huh. then like how they're like sitting next to each other, or um, pressed against you here and leave the world behind. Yeah, um, it's just such a cute love story. It is, but when you get to the end of it, they just it starts when it starts raining and they have to run away. Oh right, it's just a kiss goodbye, and that was it. Yes, now it's over again. Yes, it was but such a little, it was a little spark. It was a little spark, but I also love towards. First of all, the bridge—I guess you would call it the bridge of yeah. the song when it starts raining—is mm-hmm. is so well written right there. She's thundering clouds hung around so threateningly, ominously hovering, and the sky opened wide, showering. way to describe a thunderstorm starting yeah like that's insane i know i I would just be like oh bitch them clouds burst open and it was pouring yeah you know what i mean that Uh would be me Uh uh-huh but i you know i'm not a genius writer yeah (laughs) but it's interesting that in this scenario the rain ended the relationship the the moment they had to sort of like run off yeah but in back in time when it's raining on the roof they They didn't didn't, oh they didn't give up nothing they were that's mm -hmm. not like provoked it 
Yes. Yes. Mm. It was, it's so, it's so beautiful, but I love the very sort of ending of this song because this is where she lets us know, like, um, she, like, this is something she has not felt before. Mm -hmm. Like we, we were saying, um, you know, through her years of, you know, her young adulthood, she was with Tommy and like, you know, high school boyfriends, like they're cute and all, but you're not like really like feeling for them. So like when you're a young 27 year old woman, like you're, you're in deep, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's whatever. Cause at the very end she says, truly, I have never felt the same inside like that 4th of July. Truly. I could never. Yeah, truly, I could never felt, uh -huh. could never feel. Isn't that amazing? Now uh -huh. she's like, but she's sort of like telling us right off the bat, like this is a one, this is the first time that she really is in love. Uh huh. And I, that's why I love this. It's like a true young love story. without saying break breakdown i know right yeah. it's sort of like the thing <laughs> uh -huh. i would say even though this was not a single yeah um and it didn't really chart anywhere in the world mm. other than maybe australia mm -hmm. um this is one of the most iconic most well-known when people think mariah butterfly album mm -hmm. they think breakdown yes this is one of the best breakup songs Yes. Ever written. Post-breakup song. Post-breakup song. Yeah. And it's a breakup song. It's not like a heartbreak song. Mm -hmm. It's a breakup song. Mm -hmm. You see where the, there's a difference? You see, I'm trying to say like, yes, she's heart... This is this is about the experience of what how to live your life going through a breakup. Not, oh my God, my heart is so broken. I'm right. so sad. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Well, this is almost like the fallout. Right. This is like uh, you, what you have to like go, go through. through. Yeah. <laughs> in a breakup yeah. like it's so crazy and anyone obviously who's been through a breakup yeah it's the exact same emotion like uh, it's the same so yeah we've all fucking been there so this song for me was kind of the gateway drug to the whole butterfly album uh, oh yeah well there you have it because everybody knew this song yeah see i didn't know it but um when i started discovering mariah moore in the rainbow era when i signed up as as obsessed. Right. Um, I had the Around the World DVD and um, I was watching the bonus videos on on that. So I was, you know, so my all and all that. And then I was coming across Breakdown. I was like, what is this? Oh my God. Yeah. Because I still hadn't clicked to um, the Butterfly album from Around the World because it's, it's kind of about number ones. Right, right. And just her back catalog. Um, so I was like, what the fuck is this song? And I couldn't stop watching it. I would it's, watch it and then watch it again and watch it right? again. So it like, was so, yeah. it's so um, captivating. Mesmerizing, yeah. even. Anyway, so then I started digging. I was like, where is this from? The Butterfly album. I'm like, oh, okay. So I ordered it. And then I was like, whoa, this album. That's, so, then I was there you in, go. Now I'm you're in, like in. totally sold. Yeah, but that's how it's I got to it. those little things. Yeah. So Breakdown was was your um, gateway drug. Yes, There yes. you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'll always love Breakdown. It has a special oh, place. Oh, I think everyone will always love Breakdown. Uh, I remember when I would be listening to this album, um, like right the day it came out, I have two brothers and they have a different... Um, interests uh -huh. musically than i <laughs> to say the least yeah <laughs> um 
and they loved this song because I would I would play this song. Oh, this was you know we me and my older brother shared a bedroom, so like we this would be on my radio twenty four seven. So he didn't have a choice. Right, and he hated me playing it. But when Breakdown came on, he would be like, "Yeah, this is the song," and he would like <laughs> sing right along. And he's like, you know, thuggish, ruggish bone. That my brother does not like. Right. So, but he was down because Bone Thugs and Harmony was huge, just yeah. like Missy Elliott uh-huh. was also very huge. What was um, Bone Thugs' big thing? The Crossroads. Meet me at the, the Crossroads, crossroads. Yeah. and then it's the first of the month, uh-huh, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah, like those, yeah. That's what I remember because uh-huh. my brothers would listen to their album all the time, right? And I would listen to Mariah all the time. Yeah. So it was like a back and forth. So like for them to like team up on this uh-huh. was iconic yeah it's so good so everybody no matter what musical genre you like like Mm me as like i like female singers pop Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. r&b my brothers who like hardcore gangster rap Mm -hmm. (laughs) love this song too yeah it really is crossed over over in it for all all ways because it's something that everyone can relate to yeah and it's so cleverly written mm-hmm. cleverly and and just the sound of it the production of it yeah um well, stevie j puff daddy mariah cannot get any better song breakdown is a collaboration between myself and bone thugs and harmony right. and which is like another kind of very unexpected thing because they have such a unique sound and style yeah. i think they really influenced a lot of people out there too and um so you know we did um TVJ and Puffy and I, um, you know, were collaborating on the album, and I had the idea to do a record with them. And so, you know, a lot of phone calls back and forth. We made it happen. They came into the studio, and they heard the track, and they were like, oh, they obviously realized that I was totally influenced by their Yeah, you flow. can hear it. Right. Yeah, so my, my part was written when they had gotten, you know, when they got there. And then they just, they did that. And the video's great. You've got, like, oh, man, a couple different video. styles in the video, mm-hmm. and it's got a little casino feel mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. 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 Well, Diane Martell, who's a good friend of mine, and I, um co-directed it we put it together at like the last minute literally we had two days to get it to get me like the producer really helped tie everything in for us because we were like it's a whole long drama we don't need to get into that but we were supposed to do it at another date and it didn't happen and um finally ended up happening we got the guys together and steve lobel put everything together he like you know he worked with them he organized the whole thing so i was just happy to make it happen well yeah i mean to the point of how cleverly written it is if you take out the music in in this song, it's still the same song. It'll still have the same beat and the same rhythm to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even need music in it. Exactly. That's how well. That's how good it is. And Mariah was so inspired by because the way that um, Bone Thugs and Harmony, the way that they their rapping style. Mm-hmm is so unique Mm -hmm. and mariah was inspired by that and it's such a melodic type of rap yeah you know Mm -hmm. in the way that you do the vocals so she obviously was inspired by that and she matched them yes and it was like because not everybody could sing like that either i know it's a very you know unique thing and for mariah to be able to do that and showcase that she can do it yeah and she can do it better than them even Mm -hmm. is so so amazing and the thing is we cannot articulate how good this song is like you really just have to go and listen to it and absorb it and take it in and and also study it like look at it and read the lyrics and like follow the video and there's so many good pieces and elements to this song that make it so good well let's talk about some of the lyrical content of it like we were saying it is that song that it's not like oh my heart is broken it's sort of like how you deal with deal it, with it yeah. how you live go and live your life right um without it because it's not now it's not a question of oh it's happening we're breaking up now we have broken up right it's over right and like you know and it's all about being under this like oh it's okay oh everything's fine oh yeah oh every oh it's okay like you called yesterday to basically say yeah that you care for me but you know that you're just not in love and you know immediately i blah 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 you know the lyrics well this is i think you know we've been we've been saying that a lot of these songs feels like we're reading her diary Mm -hmm. in this in this album this is one that's really like oh shit right like oh this is from my diary actually yeah right exactly (laughs) Uh uh-huh Oh yeah! Oh, this is oh this is my song. Oh yeah. oh, this, this is what I am, was feeling. Yeah. And again, though, I was also young when this came out, so I I had never really been through those breakup type things. Right. How? But obviously, afterwards, this was on. always my my go to song. Yeah. But um, 
But even without having experienced it, I could feel what she was feeling because of the lyrics, the way she's painting them. Yes. It's very, um, it's very easily relatable, mm-hmm. and it just sounds good. Yes, I mean that number one. You just want it to sound good, and it sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. So the chorus of this is is obviously what hooks everyone in. Mm-hmm. But I once again love the lyrical content here. Yes, because um, you know she she's saying, oh, you know, I'm acting like nonchalant, like oh yeah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, um, nonchalant was another word I had to go oh, the dictionary. Another out. one of those words yeah. <laughs> that are like, wait, what, girl? Yeah, um, and also the other one is underneath the guise of a smile mm. gradually i'm dying inside mm-hmm. so and that lyric right there i think is a big lyric because you can like look into that in a lot of ways because yeah. in this song yes it's breakdown um and she's talking about like smiling you know uh, this guise this disguise yeah. of oh i'm happy everything's fine but it's something that she always does because if we go back to looking in, mm. she's she's doing that same thing. I smile through a thousand tears. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is something Mariah is very familiar with and very easily can do. Yeah. Um, Fast forward to Emancipation of Mimi. Is, I wish she knew, but she's painting on a smile with lipstick. Uh-huh. Yes. Or uh-huh. even she does the same thing in, which we'll talk about even more in depth, Close My Eyes, where she left the worst unsaid, mm-hmm. let it all dissipate. Mm-hmm. It's sort of along those same lines of like, she is, I think when you go through, um, you know, a lot of trial and tribulation as a young person, mm-hmm. you learn how to build up a defensive wall of things mm-hmm. and to smile through a thousand tears and make it all like seem like everything is okay. Yeah. When inside it's completely different. And that is what she's bringing into breakdown here. Yeah. Um, which I think is genius because you see how all of this stuff is now. Oh, I'm just hitting my mic. Um, all of this stuff is like because I have my animated hands. <laughs> I'm like, why am I using my hands so much? No one can see me. Yeah. Um, she's tying all of these songs and lyrics in together and giving us another part and telling us another part about who she is mm-hmm. and how she copes with pain and, and things. Mm-hmm. Which I think this is also a common thing, but it's another thing that connects me mm-hmm. to Mariah the person. Yeah, because she's telling us that even though I'm smiling, things aren't what they seem. Right. You're not seeing the truth. You, you, they'll never know the real me. Yeah. So, so in this, she's telling us what's happening behind the behind the scenes. Right. But it, but in these lyrics, it is if you really look at these lyrics and you relate to these lyrics and you see where she's coming from with these mm-hmm. particular lyrics, then you really do know a little bit about the real her. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, unless you're her friend, you're never gonna. And even, you know, you could know someone for many many years and be very close to them, but you might not ever know them because they're very good at putting on. A front, yeah, or a guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So, anyways, back to breakdown. I just like love that line because she uses it in a lot of things in this era and in other songs from from other albums and things. The core of this song is that she's trying to be brave. Yes, but, it's all about putting on a brave face. Yeah, but but that's not what, what's going on when she goes home. It's a whole other story. Oh, exactly, completely different. Uh-huh. Because I think it, I, I think in verse two, she sort of tells like what she's what is going through um, in her mind behind the uh, the guise of a smile. Yeah, because she says, "What do you do when somebody so you're so devoted to suddenly just stops loving you?" What do you do? And then, like, do you cling to your pride and sing, I will survive? Mm-hmm. Like, I love that lyric. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, okay, well, what do I do? Like, how am I supposed to do this? I ha- this, The only thing I know how to do is pretend it's all okay. Yeah. Like, what's going to fix this? What's going to help? Right. Like, do you help lash me. out and say, how do you leave this way? Uh-huh. I love verse two might be my favorite. I think my, mine too. Mm-hmm. Just the way that she, but even like using other songs, like yeah. I will survive or, or stuff like that. Like that's sort of like what she did in, um, uh, we belong, we belong together. together. Yeah. yeah you, you know, you know, you got it. You yeah. got it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but this this second verse, it just shows you, it shows you the turmoil going right. on in her head. And the second verse is all questions. Like, what do you do? She doesn't know. She, you do, she, she doesn't know. The only thing she knows how to do is pretend everything is okay, mm-hmm. which is, um, you know, her defense mechanism yeah. for all emotional pain. But all the questioning is part of losing your mind. That's how you lose your mind. You just keep going around oh, yeah, and around. Oh, you're going in circles. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> so she's showing you that. She's going crazy. Right. Exactly. Yeah, these are just some of the thoughts going through her brain right now. Yeah, and it goes through like all, all, all the like you you have to question all the situations like yeah. from all angles and all viewpoints. That's what I do like with everything in life. Like I'm like okay, well I know what I think, but like what is what is the opposite of what I think, and what would I think, and blah blah blah. Yeah, if it was that way. So I always flip all the situations around to make sure I'm covering all the bases. Yeah, um, but it's not you know you got to ask yourself questions. It's a healthy thing to do. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of uncertainty in it, but it's a healthy thing to do. Yeah. So I love that she's like putting that in there. It, it also makes you think, is she aware of, um, you know, so self-aware that she's kind of, she understands that she falls in love real easy and real hard, like in the roof. Mm, and there's okay. like touching my, holding my hand and a quick kiss. Now she's all of a sudden the best feeling in the world. Right. She's in love like day one. And then when they just call and say, listen, I'm not in love with you. They break up with you a few days later. Right. She's losing her mind. But she can't let anybody know that. Yeah. Because she knows she's crazy for falling in love. She doesn't want to be vulnerable. Yeah. And and people be like, oh, well, girl, you've only known him for two weeks. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That. But it's like. But, but she's really you, feeling it. Right. But when you have those heart palpitations, those butterflies in your stomach over somebody, yeah. that's just a natural thing to do. But once you have those butterflies over and over and over again, mm-hmm. you're better able to like sort of like prioritize them and see like, okay, well this, you know, do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. the more and more you meet people that you have uh, feelings for, yeah. the more you're able to understand and, and use them and not get in too deep too quickly. Right. Um, but again, this is like probably one of her first true love. So she's like a young schoolgirl. Yeah. You know what I mean? She doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. She just can pretend that it's all, it's all a charade. Yeah. Which goes into a little bit of the music video mm. the visuals to this because mm. she's sort of playing like this cabaret character like slash vegas, showgirl. vegas showgirl yeah um all of that it's like and they're gambling yes um like it's all a gamble uh-huh. like you you don't yes. know yeah you uh-huh. see what i mean like in and, and tricks and, magic tricks and magic tricks like, it's all trickery yeah and, yeah and like so i love that idea of this video because mm-hmm. that's what it is i also think the video is so well done and mariah this she is probably i think I, she's never looked better never looked better i mean she's gorgeous mm-hmm. i love every single look every outfit every costume yeah it's perfection it's beauty perfect perfection yeah and she's had a mm-hmm. she's a beautiful woman mm-hmm. she's had a lot of beautiful videos but she is just pure beauty here yeah every I love yeah. it every look was diverse but mm-hmm. also the most perfect look for her as well hot video Thank hot you. video Thank we saw you. uh red man in there yes red man is levitating levitating you, you. we also had, saw a super producer and jermaine dupree artist himself mm-hmm. uh, jermaine dupree joined yes. this thing mm-hmm. and you had like maybe four different images of yourself in there yeah. was there any symbolism in that hmm well originally there wasn't but then i started to get into this little kind of deep thing about how it really was symbolic of the song. Okay. I just putting on a show, but really, you know, underneath you're just, you know, miserable, but we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I started trying to, like, justify, but Diane, we need this scene because right. it really embodies the whole thing. Meanwhile, I just wanted the shot. <laughs> but it was funny you started playing the song on radio before yeah. you probably rushed right. to get the video out. That's what happened. A lot of stations went on this song because of the collaboration. Right. Actually, it was from when they did my um, Tabitha interview, right. and they showed a little piece of it at the party. People started requesting it from that right. at different um, stations. So we, we figured, I'm going on tour, so I had to get it done, and those guys are real busy. Like the opening look when she's in the cabaret ensemble with the tight bun. Yes. And hair is glued down yes. to her head. Oh, my God. And then when she's even doing her little chair routine. Yes. Once again, here she is Dancing. trying to fool us that she can dance. Because <laughs> yeah. she's tried to do those chair routines on in, stage. On stage. And, and girl, we're like, girl, are you okay? Are you going <laughs> to fall? Yeah. Are, should somebody be spotting her? Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> but the trickery of editing is amazing and yeah. she looks great on that chair in this video mm-hmm. and it's perfect 100 percent. but um all the looks like when she just comes out walking out on that stage with the feather thing. oh with the blue and pink lighting yeah. and all of that and the butt and the boa mm-hmm. oh my god i think that was my favorite look like i just kept watching that over and over and over again oh no my favorite look was the showgirl look when she's all gold oh god that's a good one too yeah and there's like this one scene where she is smiling and then she kind of switches into sad face and looks down at the ground yeah Yes, with the uh, closed that, eyes. Yes, yes. Oh my god! That, like if that you one look shot. At, if, yes, that shot uh-huh. is one of my favorites uh-huh. because, and I think it's on the back of the single. Yeah. Well, not the U.S. single, right. but like it's on the back of the single. Uh-huh. Um, uh, for my all, I think it was a my all combo. It was my all yeah, breakdown. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh my god, this is my favorite Mariah picture. It's so gorgeous. Yes, it's so gorgeous. Yeah, I would love to see like outtakes, more pictures from there because mm-hmm. she was flawless, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. flawless, hundred percent. Love everything. Um, now let's talk about all the looks in the video. So we said she has the cabaret, the showgirl the um butterfly stage oh the cowboy the cowboy that was another really good one and she's wearing that um that black top mm-hmm. like a backless yeah black top which kind of like came into fashion like it, 10 years yeah, later that was like that was like a thing for a minute like in like 2001 or something yeah, like remember? it was like everybody was wearing one of those i know right yeah it was super sexy uh-huh. super great and then she's on the bed with all the like the chips and everything with bone thugs yeah that was cute <clears throat> and the bed's like spinning very like you know cliche vegas yes and um, there's glitter coming down from the ceiling love it love it love it love which it which i always got concerned like wouldn't it get in your eyes I think it would, but you know, Mariah's a professional. Yeah, just deal with it. <laughs> yeah. She probably has like, I don't know if they were like into fake lashes back then, but she probably has like fake lashes on, which sort of catches a lot of the glitter. Probably, yeah. Probably. probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember Mariah doing a lot of lash wear back then. Nowadays, for sure, because it's like definitely in and in style. Mm-hmm. Um, if she was wearing fake lashes, they, they didn't look fake. Let's say that. Yeah. You know, an, an interesting element that I've, um, found in the song is at the the back end of it when she's doing all the belting and the screaming. Uh-huh. I was like, wow, this is very operatic. Very much so. Very much so. It is because she's giving us... Um, it's because it's sort of like a different way of singing and yeah. a different way you sort of have to get up into that register. Uh-huh, yeah. You know what I mean? It very much is. And that makes me... That reminds me of a lot of the backing vocals for this because mm. the layering... Mm-hmm. Oh, this is what I love about this song mm. because she layers, she harmonizes with herself mm-hmm. a lot of the times on here. So you'll hear like her low, like just singing like whatever the verse. I can't remember. Like I think it's on like the first verse and, and a lot of the song. Yeah. She has like the low regular like tone. And then she has like what she's singing the same line. She's doubling it uh-huh. and like going above into like a higher key. Yeah. <laughs> God, and she blends them together just effortlessly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to be like the most perfect thing. Yeah. And it's it just the layering and dimension of this song is really outstanding. And that's, again, why it's timeless and classic because Bone Thugs, gosh knows where they are today. But we know Mariah's out there still working. They're still touring. Oh, are they? they well, good their, for them. Little, good for them. They're in Australia all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. They, oh, okay. They love well, Australia. I love them. Yeah. Um, but Mariah has made this a classic song. I think this is like the quintessential go-to breakup song that everyone can relate to. Yeah. And... Mariah just did a magical, spectacular job with this song. Yeah. It, it doesn't get any better. It's a song you can, you can keep listening to and you'll find new things you never heard before. Oh, 100%. It's so, intric- it's so intricate. You can like keep listening yes. and studying yeah. it and fi- because finding Because just things. the other day I was listening to it and I heard um, towards the beginning of the song, I heard like a not even a backing vocal, but like a whisper vocal. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I don't think I ever heard that before. Oh, uh, my favorite is before um, Bone Thugs kick in, is that little like quiet like bridge at the moment, uh-huh. but it all calms down for a moment. And then there's a little like 
I don't want to break down, break down, break down. I so, love it. And you know, cause and another thing that I love is when she says cry, when she starts like singing uh-huh. cry, cry, uh-huh. um, just it, saying cry, just oh saying cry. Yes. Like the, the way that she sings "cry" like in any song, including the the uh, song "cry." Yeah, something about the way she sings that, and even in "cry baby" mm-hmm. and in here in this song breakdown, every time she sings that word, it's just something is just it in- captures you. Yeah, and I'm like I'm so like lost in it. Well, it it's gives, magical. It gives like a new element to crying, to actually right, crying. Right, because it's, it's almost crying in like a different way. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, I totally feel this. Uh-huh. It's it's magical what she does with that word cry. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> So we have to mention that this song comes in two versions. It's the album version. Correct. And then the Bone Hugs Bone remix. Thugs. Yes. Oh, Bone Hugs. <laughs> Bone Thugs. <laughs> remix, which is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, Probably it's good. Probably my favorite it's one. It's good because the, the way that they were matched, matching each other's sort of style mm-hmm. um, and, and, and their rap, they're adding to it. It, it only makes the song better. Well, it's yeah. so effing good. Yeah, their con- their contribution to the song is they're the voice of the person who has left. Right, and it's it a- works perfectly. It works perfectly. Yeah, I and Mar- so on this version, there's um, Crazy Bone and Wishbone. Yeah, and then Mariah has worked with some of them again individually, like with the I Still Believe yes. uh, remix. Yes, crazy. Great and then I think on Little L O V E, one of those Bone Thugs people are in there. I thought it was all of them. Oh, maybe it's all of them. Yeah. I don't know. They all are like the same person to me. I uh-huh. don't know them individually. Oh, oh the Bone Thugs, yeah. Yes. <laughs> right, yeah. They're all just one person. Uh-huh. Sort of, you know, like, it's like, um, no doubt. They're all just Gwen Stefani. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> the one band. Right. Got it. Uh, either way, any way you go about this song, I think it is a classic favorite. Mm-hmm. It is a highlight on this album. I know Mariah was upset that this was not a single, mm-hmm. and so was I, but I'm so glad that she did the video that we got it that we got that little extra extended remix yeah because this is something to be cherished for decades forever. and decades to come oh forever oh yeah this is going to be one of those classics it rem- already is yeah i rem- remember when um we belong together came out and i read this review about it saying that uh, mariah adopted beyonce's rapid singing style I was like, excuse oh, me? Really? I was like, no, no, no. Uh, no, oh, no, no, Go no. Go check Breakdown, please. See, no, I can't with these music critics who think they know, know everything, everything. I and know. they don't. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's like those people on American Idol who are like 15 years old and then Beatles week comes yeah. and they like, who are the Beatles? Get out of here. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to be doing this yeah. because this is not your passion. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, if you're a music critic, and that's why I think a lot of musical critics don't get the Butterfly album. Mm. They didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Because that they're like, oh, well, I normally, I am, you know, they, they have their own genre that they know and they like. And so when they hear something like, oh, oh, I have to review the Mariah album. Well, I'm a pop, you know, mm-hmm. a p- pop critic. Mm-hmm. This is not a pop album. Yeah. So why are you reviewing it? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like, it's that whole thing of like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You don't know the history and you don't have the authority uh-huh. to be making comments on it. Yeah. Um, also, this song, people, lambs are desperate for her to do it live all day long. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is the desperate. one song. Yeah. Desperate. Um, now, don't get me wrong. She has performed this yeah. live, yeah. but she has never really sang it live. Right. And I can understand the hesitation there. It's very difficult to create this, this sound on uh, live. Yeah. And so I like the fact that she has 
try to appease the fans by like you know doing a lip sync moment mm-hmm. and like playing the track moment mm-hmm. i i appreciate that mm. but really i think if you're gonna do this song and this is just my personal opinion break it down in a way that it will translate live it, yeah. we don't have to hear the album version because we've been listening to it for 20 years yes what i want to hear is your emotion while you're singing these lyrics yeah and if you have to strip it down uh-huh that's fine exactly my dream for this song and her doing it live is that is probably like a moment in a concert where everybody goes away the backup singers go away the band goes away and she just stands there right like maybe bantering with the audience and or then maybe just, sings just it. like a yeah. just like a maybe a guitar player strumming in the back yeah slow it know, down there slow it down because Yes, the, the the sound of this song and the production of the song is very iconic and mm-hmm. it's very catchy. Mm-hmm. What really people are relating to in this song are the lyrics. Yeah. So that's what people really want to hear. They don't want to necessarily hear the album version. Yeah. They want to hear you singing those lyrics that they know and can relate to. Right, exactly. Yeah. So that is a, a, a dream of mine for, for her to do. Yeah, because these lyrics are so well written, you can... You can't read them. Like, once you start reading them out loud, it just you basically start singing the song. Right. Oh, yeah, of course. Because it flows so well. It flows so well. Again, the, the geniusness of Mariah's l- lyrics are out of this world. Yeah. And that makes Breakdown the best. cute little song on it the album. It is a really cute song. I will, however, say back in the day, 20 years ago, uh, this was not one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It was probably my like least favorite, even though I still loved it. Yeah. It's one of my least favorites. Well, it's... it's Nowadays, I effing love it. Yeah. I, I jam out to it. Yeah, it needed time to get richer, to right. get better. And you know, like I was, it's also like I've grown and matured. So like I now can like relate much better mm. to this song mm-hmm. than I could when I was like a little, you know, yeah. baby gay. I think on the album, it's good on the album because the the first top, the top of the album is quite heavy, apart from Honey, obviously, but very heavy in emotion. And so this is like just a nice airy fairy song to kind of ease it up a little bit yeah but it's still it's still a heartbreak uh i'm obsessing over you type song but in a nice way yeah but she's yearning to be somebody's baby doll but like the feel of it is is very i mean is very sort of light i suppose well i don't think she's heartbroken she's heart she's crushing not the, there's no broken heart here. Okay, you're. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like she kissed. Well, she already, Cheetah on the roof. Yeah, but she already went through the broken heartness with breakdown, and now she's like sort of coming out of that stage, and mm. she wants to be his baby doll, but she's not like. Oh, you see it as breakup, breakup song, post breakup song. Yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, see, I always took it as lighter than that. Like she's she's had the roof moment where she had, she kissed the guy. Uh huh. But then she had to go do a work thing overseas. And, so and she's, she's and so thinking about him still. Okay. Could be. This one could be could be a lot of things, but I think it's like she she's still longing for him because I think Mariah and Derek, their relationship was never like fully solid. Yeah. It was on again and off again. Right. So yes, maybe she was overseas or something, but that to me means they're off. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but but this song is so kind of transparent to me. It's not cryptic that she could have wrote this at any time in the relationship. Well, true. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing with this album, with this particular song on this album, who knows what time frame she was referencing? Yeah, because she got together with Missy Elliott and wrote this in a, a hotel room in a, in Atlanta, right? And I think the relationship with Derek was probably on the outs by then. Hmm. So she's probably going back to a time, um, you know, probably right after the the breakup. Yeah. For this song is what I'm thinking. Could be. I don't know. Could be. I don't know either. I don't know. I know that I liked her getting together with Missy. Yeah. That was really good. The song is produced by Corey Rooney, Stevie J, Mariah. Uh-huh. I like it. I think it's fun. Um, Missy Elliott was like the biggest artist at the time. At the time. Yeah. She was huge. Hip-hop artist. Like you could not yeah. get any bigger. Mm-hmm. And she was working with all kinds of people. Like when Missy Elliott blew up, she blew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I miss Missy. And I would love her and Missy to work together again. Obviously, they work together on Heartbreaker. But yeah. I think they could do something amazing even today. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I think it's great. Missy is still turning out great music. Oh, she really is. And it's very fresh. Yes. It's very, it's very, uh, very innovative. Missy. She's do, always been that way, though. Do you know what's funny? Um, when Missy was special guest at Katy Perry's Super Bowl, and then people were like, oh, who's this new artist? With, right? With Katy and they were like, oh, like, Lord, Missy these, Elliott. these people, yeah. hello, uh-huh. come on. Because she vanished for a while. She did. Well, she, she had sick. some health problems, yeah. uh-huh. unfortunately. Um, but Missy's always been around doing things. She's always working, and I'm sure she's like a bajillionaire. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, so I like this song. I like the production of it. I like those sort of like heavy little beats that come in mm-hmm. and then it goes back to, like to the softness it's cute i really like it i think it was a great addition mm-hmm. and i love this song because it was a song that like i grew into mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah and so now i really i really appreciate it and i see the need for it on this album before i was like well we could do without it maybe mm-hmm. even though i still liked it mm-hmm. but i didn't have a connection to it now i have a connection to it because I, I feel it more mm-hmm. either way well i just liked it because you know um a lot of the a lot of this album is very uh about very specific feelings and emotions so i can again the storytelling paints exactly where she is she's in in the hotel room it's two eleven. the tv's on right and but she's in her head, right? Crushing on this guy, wanting her to call her, wants to say hi, but she won't call him. No, ma'am. She's waiting for him to call her. Of course, but he isn't. Uh, no, he's yeah. not. He's uh-huh. not because they probably are on their off uh-huh. off moment. Uh-huh. Um, you know what always got me about these lyrics, especially in the beginning. She's like, "It's two eleven, and I'm stressed and watching TV. I check my service every second at two ten. Yeah. You still haven't called me. But I'm like, girl, it was just 211. How'd you go back in time to 210? Right? No, because when you check the message, it would only have been for like a minute ago. Back. Like, you won't get a message in the future. You know what I mean? No, I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> like, if you called her, it would have happened at 210, not at 211. And left a message if she missed the call. If she missed the call, yeah, it happened at 2.10. Because that's the last time she looked. But it's 2.11. A minute later. Uh, okay, so she's going back in time. A minute. Like <laughs> One she's minute? She's checking every minute. She's obsessing. She's checking every minute. Looking at her phone, waiting for it to ring. And you know when you're like, oh, wait, did it ring? I didn't hear it? Let me check my machine. Okay, because I guess she says she still hadn't called me at 210. Yes. But now it's 211. Okay, I was always confused, but you know me with numbers, (laughs) No, that's confusing. That is confusing. That is confusing. And also, I guess, like, when when she sings it, you don't know if you're saying haven't or hadn't. Mm -hmm. But I think the official lyrics are hadn't. Yeah, actually, I have the b- lyric book right here, so I can look. And it is, I think it's hadn't. It's hadn't. Still had not called me. You still hadn't called me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's singing like it had just happened. Got it. She just okay. Looked. Yeah. I, you know, I've always had that that time discrepancy, <laughs> and sometimes I, I remember I always figure out why it does make sense, and then I forget, <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute, I know I 
I talked myself into this making sense before. (laughs) How come it doesn't make sense again? (laughs) But that's how bad I am at numbers, Martin. But if you're confused, I'm sure a lot of other people are confused. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. I I don't think I'm that crazy. (laughs) It is a confusing thing, but I see the cleverness in in what she did there. Yes. But it takes you a minute to think. Mm -hmm. Then you got numbers involved, and I'm like... Two ten and eleven, because because if she said at it's two eleven and at two twelve you still haven't called, it's like well okay, well you're talking about the yet. future because right, right, got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it makes total sense. Yeah, but I was like, you know, not thinking clearly. Okay, sometimes that happens. <laughs> um, um, so I what I thought I remember first hearing this song. Um, with a lot of the tracks from this album, the MTV Tabitha Soren interview yeah. on MTV, and they played clips of like Breakdown and Roof and Baby Doll. And I remember the the part that they played was her um, saying, zoning out, thinking about you and me between the sheets. I want to get intimate, but you're not within my reach. Well, don't you think this, these, the lyrics on this record are only going to cause more speculation about your love life? And maybe my mind's in the well, gutter. Your real mind is in the gutter, Tabitha, and I can't help that. Well, what about Missy Elliott? What was it like working with her on this record? I mean, was she a bad influence in that way? The really cool thing about Missy is that she's just so down to earth. She's just like, okay, let's get together and work. And we just went into the hotel room, wrote the song, had a little champagne. That's where some of the lyrics were inspired by. But um, so the between the sheets lyric. Well, we were in a hotel her. room. We were looking at the bed. I mean, we were sitting on the couch. Whatever. I like to leave my lyrics open. Those lyrics I thought were like, oh my God, Mariah's getting sexual with us. I, uh-huh. I love it. Even though I'm still a little baby gay, I'm still like, oh my God, this is like so adult and so. Um, Raunchy. Raunchy, even. Uh You know what I mean? And it was exciting for me to, like, think Mariah's, like, giving us a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Mariah wouldn't be singing like that uh, over there on, you know, the Dream Lover or Uh a Music Box album. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, this is... Mariah's growing in so many different ways. Not just, you know, uh, genre-wise or artistically, but, like, even as a a young woman. As a human. wanting to, like... Yeah, as a person. A young woman talking about her emotions and her hormones yes so i'm i was down for it uh-huh it happens everybody has to do it yeah you know um this song didn't really have much of a life there's no video to it no she she, she lip-synced it she lip for, for life a couple of different times on and the, i think the, the butterfly, butterfly tour, tour um where we met bing and bong yeah that the moment. dogs and then she like gets in the bed <laughs> It's so strange, but it's, you know, it's a moment. I like those moments. Uh, I was actually watching the Butterfly Tour on YouTube from Japan, and her lip syncing is horrible. Like, oh, gosh, it's so horrible. Like, her microphone is all over the place. Oh, she <laughs> yeah. no care. She doesn't know what to do No, with nothing, it. no. Yeah. I mean, she, hey, and nothing's changed. Uh-huh. At least she's consistent <laughs> with the bad lip syncing. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting. But, I, funny. you know, here's the thing, and I'm not mad that she lip synced the no, song, cares, because whatever. I feel like, Wait, didn't she do this even recently on the uh, Sweet Sweet Fantasy tour in Mexico or something? And she did sing some live versions. She did did. do a good one. Let's not forget that. And there was a good performance. That was good. That was good because she sang it live. I remember. Yes, you just. Yes, I can't believe I almost forgot that myself. She also yeah. did it um, in the warm-up at Good Morning America. In yes, the she did, and she sounded flawless. Yes. See, it's those little cute, great moments that, like, shows you um, the how much this album and this song, even though it's literally, this song is like, no one remembers this song. Yeah. It wasn't a single. It's yeah. not like, nobody, unless you love, you have to love Mariah to, to like, know, know this song. 
bring it out people love it yeah love it it's so good yep again it's one of those songs that grows on you and here 20 years later i think it's like it's at its full like maturity Mm -hmm. level i I think back then back then um people weren't really getting it but Mm -hmm. you know it's Mm -hmm. ahead of its time like we were saying yeah there's a lot of this album is ahead of its time Mm -hmm. i agree um i just love everything about the song i love the lyrics i love the sexiness of it Mm -hmm. i love the longingness of it Mm -hmm. it's just all around great yeah i think it's it's at a nice point in the album too because it kind of it was like a nice break Mm -hmm. a little relief it helps transition the album from like that heavy front of the album to like sort of like the lighter side of the back end of the album even though the back end is not light because of very deep and very serious songs back there but I'm just mm-hmm. thinking like production wise mm-hmm. and um, you know, like you're singing about a different type of emotion towards the end second half of the album. Yeah. This is a great transition. Uh-huh. It's almost like, you know, instead of like an interlude, it's, you know, you got this song, mm-hmm. but really like fly away is more like the interlude. It is. If, yeah. Well, it is, but you know what I'm saying? I know. Either way. I love baby doll. Me too. <laughs> 